Hello and welcome to our all new episode of Quinn's Corner Storytime. Thank you all for coming back and joining me here today for another fantastic story that we have prepared for you all. Uh, if you are listening internationally, I would like to give you a good old shout out. Thank you to listening and helping Quinn's Corner reach the entire world. Uh, if you would like to follow me on social media, you can do that, which is uh, my Instagram is the underscore Quintaro. Twitter is at the Quintaro and Facebook is Quintaro Ansley. Uh, we, I truly appreciate everyone for all of your support and thank you once again. But without further ado, the all new story here in 2022, Convictions Part 1. Feeling broken and dissuaded, Quimar quickly gathers his thoughts as the streets fill with the morning hustle and bustle. His heart beating so fast, he feels it in his ears, and his breathing becomes labored. Quimar stops and slips down an alleyway. He buries his face in his hands and takes a deep breath and pushes everything he is feeling down. After a few moments, Kumar has calmed down physically, but his mind is still racing with the thoughts of the letter. As he walks out of the alleyway, he sees two young boys fighting with wooden swords. A slight smirk comes across his face, only to quickly be taken away by a scowl as a voice rings out in his mind, a voice he hasn't heard in years. Al-Shahem his twin brother. As the voice rings in his head, he thinks back to the days when they were young boys, training. Kumar, Kumar, wake up. Master Season, I think I killed him this time. <laughs> no, no. If anything, you knock the air out of him. Quamar opens his eyes, and Shyam and Zisian come into focus. What the hell, Sha? Master said no magic. Sorry, it slipped. A blank expression comes over Quamar's face. I'm going to stab you. Quamar quickly springs up and grabs his wooden sword and heads straight for Shyam. Zisian swiftly steps in the way. All right, all right. Quell that fire in your soul, Quimar. Tell Shahan to stop cheating when we spar. It's not my fault you suck at magic. I don't suck at magic. I just don't like to use it. That's enough. Both of you should be showing the other respect. You are brothers, which means you are family. So no matter what happens in the world, whether you're trying to save it or everything and everyone turns against you, you still have each other. If you remember nothing else I teach you, remember that. It is the greatest lesson I learned. And who taught you that? Zisian looks at both the boys with a slight glimmer of nostalgia in his eyes. Your father. Outside of war stories you tell us, we haven't heard much of who our father really was. 
Yeah, mom doesn't really talk either. Anytime we ask her a question about him, she gets this faraway look in her eyes and says she has a hard time remembering. So we just stopped asking. So, Master Z? Don't call me that. Shyam gestures to Kumar to add on. Um, yeah, and I'll not cut all of Sham's hair in his sleep. Shyam quickly turns to Kumar. Wait, what? <sighs> Fine, something quick. Yeah, yeah that, that works. works. Your parents' wedding day was, well, it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh yes, a mess. Your mother's wedding dress was taken by a bear. Well, we think it was a bear. Your father and I were late. We had to deliver marching orders to a troop of soldiers in a nearby village. With everything that happened that day, no matter how many setbacks we faced, which were quite a few for that day, Maku Jobu never let a smile leave his face even though he was more nervous than a virgin walking into a brothel. Your father's convictions were strong and unwavering, no matter what or who he faced. He was, and I miss him every day. I only wish I could have saved his life from that lich. Zizian paused for a moment and closed his eyes in the image of Baku's final moments flashed in his mind. Then he clears his throat. <clears throat> anyway, what was the second thing? Kwama and Shaham look at each other, and then they ask Zisian. Zisian's face blushed a bright red, and his eyes widened in shock. The two boys scramble off the ground, grab their wooden swords, and they both seem visibly happier after the story. They also took a bit of enjoyment seeing their teacher embarrassed. On my mark, Kumar and Shaham exchange a smile and a nod. Go! To him. I was just starting my performance, and he walked by and fell over. Kumar slowly starts to open his eyes. Kumar is met with an image of a young satyr woman with bright green eyes, ambered color hair, and a few freckles gracing each cheek. Once Kumar fully opens his eyes, he instantly notices he is surrounded by a crowd of people, all of whom have concerned and curious looks on their faces. Praise Titania, you're alive. I was sure I had another dead body on my hands, which would have made four and two weeks. Oh dear. Silda looks around the crowd, not knowing who said it. I know, I know, I sound suspicious, but two of them were an elephant accident. The other one was a good lesson of what not to do when someone is practicing fire breathing. Well, damn. Quamar, confused and slightly annoyed, makes his way to his feet. Whoa, 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 sir. You need to let the healer check you out. 
You pass out in the middle of the road. I'm fine. I just had a long night, and it caught up to me. Quamar attempts to just walk past Silda, but she moves right in his path and places a hand on his chest. It's not Sir, it's Quamar. Now excuse me. Silda pushes Quamar back with both hands. Her strength takes Quamar by surprise. Quamar, just wait for the healer, please. I would sit it on my conscience to know you're okay. My name is Silda, by the way. Silda Dokos. Silda, I promise I'm fine. Now I have somewhere I need to be. I appreciate your concern, truly. I would appreciate it if you would have a little more patience. The two exchange an intense look. Quamar looks her up and down. Although he doesn't notice any weapons on her person, he feels that there is more to her than meets the eye. Quamar clenches his fist and an arc of lightning rolls around his knuckles. Silva's eyes dart down the moment the lightning arcs. So Yen's about to fight? Both of them look directly at the person in the crowd. I'll just go home. At the same moment, a man pushes through the crowd wearing a yellow robe with brown trim. The man himself has dirty brown hair and unbelievably defined cheekbones. Hello, who is in need of a healer? Silda points at Quamar. Yes, His name is Quamar. Silda smirks at Quamar as she breaks their stare down. Okay, everyone, please go about your normal busy day. I need room to work. Mr. Quamar, my name is Dr. Caddy. I'm just going to check you out real fast to make sure everything's on the up and up. Not taking his gaze off of Silda, Quamar sighs. <sighs> Fine. After a few moments, Dr. Caddy finishes his evaluation. Besides a few bumps and bruises, you are the perfect specimen of health. So I say go home, get some rest, and you should be good to go. Thank you, Doctor. Dr. Caddy takes his leaves. Silda then walks up to Quamar. Thank you for waiting. You didn't give me much of a choice. What makes you say that? I've been fighting for a long time, and I know a fighter when I see one. Silda turns away from Quamar. I don't fight anymore. Well, that's not you. I don't fight for the reasons I used to. I only fight to protect or to put some initials in their place. Quamar gets off the bench. Noble reasons. I apologize for being a stubborn asshole. I just have a lot on my mind today. I have a difficult decision to make. Well, if you really want to apologize for being an asshole, you can buy me a drink once I'm done with my performances today. I normally finish around three. Silda looks up at Quamar to notice a quick smile that came across his face. Of course. The bar at the end of the road here. The powder kick? Yes. Show up after you're done today. Let them know that you're my guest, and the owner will take care of you. Now, I do have to get going. I have some business I must address. It was nice to meet you, Silda. Nice to meet you too, Kumar. Even though you're an asshole most of the time. Also, a lot of advice. What's that? 
If you are facing a decision that goes against your convictions, as long as they are truly unwavering, you should already know the answer. <laughs> That's some solid advice. Who told you that? An old friend. He was also unwavering in his convictions. Huh. Thank you. Silva nods to acknowledge him. With that, Quamar heads back to the powder keg. Quamar sees Delista's carriage still there. No more delays. I'm going to save this city and everyone I care about. Thank you all again for listening to another episode of Quinn's Corner Storytime. Y'all just listened to Convictions Part 1. Part 2 is on its way. Be on the lookout for it. Uh, like I said, if you want to talk about any of the stories or just shout out and let me know what you think, uh, you can always reach me on my social media platforms. Instagram is the underscore Quintaro. Twitter is at the Quintaro. And then Quintaro Ansley on Facebook if you are using Facebook. <laughs> Thank you all again for the support. A happy new year. Merry Christmas. All the holidays that I missed last year. Then look forward to everything we have to come. Thank you guys. Bye. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Quinn's Corner Storytime. Uh, first off, before we get into any of this other little bit of news that I have, uh, if you happen to want to talk about the show or just contact me to, for anything else, you can always reach me on my Instagram, which is the underscore Quintaro, uh, Facebook, which is Quintaro Ansley, as well as Twitter, which is at the Quintaro. Um, also, a big special thank you to everyone in this past year and a half who has lent their voice to me, any other support um, involving the show uh, my wife Shayla Dylan Andrew to name a few uh, thank you all and I appreciate your constant support and friendship one more thing before we jump into episode 6 of season 2 the next episode that will air will air in July it will be the finale for season two. Uh, it, I plan for it to be the biggest episode I've ever done, uh, and it will possibly be the longest episode I've ever done. I am very, I'm looking forward to it. I've actually started working on it a little bit now, and come July, you all get to see uh, what all the hubbub is about. So, uh, besides all of that, once again, thank you to everyone listening with the States or internationally. And lastly, without further ado, Convictions, Part 2. <laughs>